welcome back after a long hiatus for a special edition episode of Off the Post Boston Sports. I'm your host, Carter Hawkman, and joining me today is a favorite guest of ours, New England Revolution midfielder Scotty Caldwell. Welcome back, Scott. Hey, Carter. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for coming back on. Um, before we get into the season, you and I talked at length after last season came to an end following the Eastern Conference Finals defeat. What was the recovery like from not only that game, but that season as a whole for you guys as a group? Yeah, it was, uh, it was difficult because you go, um, you go from doing so well towards the end of the year to ultimately not reaching your, your end goal and then uh, pair that with a long off season. So it was definitely difficult because, uh, you know, things got pushed back a little bit, extended the off season. We were kind of just sitting on it, waiting on it uh, and waiting to be able to get back on the field again. Um, so it was a difficult process, but one that everyone, uh, uh, took pretty well to get prepared for, for this year. Yeah. Last season threw us a ton of curveballs that threw a ton of curveballs your way and, and everyone else's, uh, from stopping the season short to, like you said, not knowing if or when the season would resume to playing the tournament in the bubble in Florida to making a push for the MLS cup. Now it seems like there's starting to be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. There's fans back. There's expansion teams making their debuts. It's a cheesy question, but but what are your expectations for the season? Yeah, well, I think we have to build on last year. So um, even though there were so it was kind of an intermittent season, almost uh, you know, there's plenty to build on. And although we we did well, um, we didn't have a great regular season. If you you know think back on the total on our record and kind of the ups and downs. So we want to be more consistently at the top uh, of our conference and be able to build off that. And then, uh, you know, anything can happen once you make the playoffs. So, so we need to put ourselves in the best position possible there to, to, to give us home field advantage, to give us uh, the possibility of success come playoff time. You guys have, you've introduced a bunch of new faces integrating their way into the squad. Guys like Mafla, Trostason, De La Garza, Captoon, Boateng. How has their presence changed and improved the team already two games in? Yeah, there's a, a lot of, um, you know, a combination of, of new faces to the league and just new faces to our team. And uh, the veteran um, leadership that a lot of those guys present, uh, not just, you know, communication, but just by the way they do things uh, has been huge. And it's just built on our, our overall team um, chemistry and team and team leadership. So it's great to have those guys uh, in the team and they've definitely made us better, uh, you know, all around the field. And one thing that we got to see as fans was, it was Henry Kessler, Matt Turner and, and Tejan Buchanan make their debuts with the U S and Canadian national teams and perform very well with them. What's that been like for you just to watch as a teammate? Oh, it's been, I mean, these guys, uh, you know, are all at different points in their careers, essentially. But to to be able to have that success, have that opportunity, first of all, first of all, just from from their uh, performance at the club level, but then to be able to do so, um, you know, at the youth national team level and full team level has been awesome to see. And they've all done done well with their opportunities, which is which has been amazing. Yeah, I mean, what's it like just? As a goalkeeper, for me, it's always exciting to see a guy like Matt Turner um, do as well as he has been. And, and what's 
what's it been like for you just to have just to hear him being named like the number two guy behind Zach Steffen, who's playing for a club like Manchester City? Yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, I, Matt would be an awesome person to to get his opinion on that. Coming from someone who's watched him, you know, for the last five years or so uh maybe longer but it's been incredible to see his growth and then finally being able to give being given that opportunity and showing well with it so it's been really great to see um you know i'm happy for him the entire team's happy for him and we just hope he continues to get those opportunities and for all those guys i mean we hope they they continue to get opportunities even more so more guys get them um but in order to do that they have to continue to perform you know uh, at the club level. And so the more success we have as a team this season, the, the more opportunities they'll have uh, uh, individually. So moving to this regular season, game one kicks off against the Chicago Fire, and it's it's kind of a punch to the mouth wake-up call in the first 20 minutes of the game where you guys go down 2-0 right away. Mentality-wise, where were you guys at in that moment? Because that can deflate a lot of teams very easily. Yeah, that was a that was a tough opening 10, 11, uh, 12 minutes in Chicago. I mean, the guys on the field were to be able to bounce back the way they did uh, showed a, a great sign, you know, a sign of a really great team, um, you know, mentally being able to withstand the, the two goals, but then to, to bounce back and create even more for us going the other way. Um, so it, it was for it to happen so early in the season, especially, um, it just showed really true, uh, really great character, great, you know, from the guys on the field to be able to to trust in themselves to still uh, to battle back and not to just give up that first game. And you kind of met, you kind of touched over a little bit. It can almost be a blessing in disguise because if there's a time to go down by two goals, it's early in the game. So at least you have that time to mount a comeback which is exactly what you guys did ending up drawing with Chicago 2-2. And you, like I said, you just sort of touched on it, but what did that do into the, for the confidence of this squad, especially with all the newer guys and the newer faces? Yeah, I mean, just like you said, for it to happen early in the game, I guess that's the best time. You never want to, to concede uh, two goals like that, but, but guys were able to build off it. You know, to know that even if we do fall into a hole, we can still bounce back is huge. And guys continue to have that confidence in themselves and each other to be able to bounce back from uh, from disappointing uh, parts of games. You know, even if it's just five, ten minutes like it was there, uh, to be able to bounce back is huge. And it's something we're going to need, you know, throughout the, throughout the course of the season. We all know that – we all know how – impactful that Bruce Arena is as a head coach. What is a, what is a coach like him saying the second you guys go down two goals in 11 minutes? Yeah. I mean, there's obviously frustration, but the, you know, being able to try to, to figure out what's went wrong, you know, look for solutions. Uh, and also just to, to have, you know, he's been around for, for a while in the game and knows that there's still plenty of time um, to be able to mount that comeback. So I think that confidence kind of is, was presented around the entire team and, and that's what they were able to build on. I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention Bobby Shuttleworth, a fan favorite here in New England, <laughs> who's, who's now the starting goalkeeper for the fire. What's it like playing against him? <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to see Bob. I mean, he's uh, he did so well here and, and he's continued that uh, everywhere he's been. You know, it's great to see him continuing to play and continuing to start and uh, 
help his team out there. I wish we could have got the win against him, but but it's always great to see him on the field. Did you guys get a chance to talk after the game? Yeah, just briefly, just a just a little hello. Uh, not not much else. He's good. There's still a good amount of guys that have been around, so I had to go run some a little bit of fitness after the game. Uh, and didn't get a chance to to talk too much. Now moving on to game number two, the first home game with fans. I repeat, fans in the stands. <laughs> now, I was at that game in the broadcast booth. <clears throat> But what was that like for you guys to walk out to the cheers and the scarves and the chants? What, you know, like, just what was that initial feeling like? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's hard to describe just because for the past year we've gotten so used to empty stadiums, which is really sad. Um, but to be able to see their fans, recognize familiar faces in the crowd, uh, it was really amazing. I'm sure it gave the guys on the field a, a big. Uh, a big push forward uh, at the start of the game and, and to hear them and to see them throughout the, the 90 minutes is, is really, really great to see, you know, it's something that I guess in the past we've probably taken for granted. Um, but something that moving forward will always, always uh, really value the, the experience and the push that they give us uh, at home. Do you have any, uh, do you have any words specifically for, for the rebellion that that group of fans uh, just, just to thank them as always for continuing to stand behind us. It's no matter where they're at in the stadium, no matter where they're watching the game, it's huge to, to hear them and to know that they're uh, supporting us. And, um, you know, we hope as the season wears on, we'll be able to get more and more of them back in the stadium. And, uh, we're looking forward to that. So this was, this was also a home debut for two highly anticipated signings. It was, it was Captoon's first game starting, and Trousteson's first game, even after being with the team for about a week, I believe, what what did you see as their immediate impact? Because from up high, it looked like there was a lot more creativity and fluidity leading up all the way from the back line through the forwards. Yeah, I thought they both were, were did a great job. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, Wilfred's he's very good on the ball, uh, very clean and, and uh has that composure and, and that ability to, to, to create from a little bit deeper. Um, and Arnor has done an excellent job finding the pockets, making runs in behind, just connecting uh, with the team. So I thought they both were outstanding um, and, and hopefully that'll just continue to build. It, it shows how much depth we have as a team and, and that'll be, uh, and that'll be leaned on throughout the season. And now we just got to move on to the next one. Yeah. It seemed like a game you guys knew to and were going to win. With Brandon Bayes driven cross leading to a DC own goal and the ultimate win, it was an all-around complete performance in my eyes, much more so in comparison to the game against Chicago. Aside from the obvious, what would you say were the biggest differences for you guys between the game against Chicago and the game against DC? Yeah, I think we had more control over this one. Um, just the, the styles of play between the the two teams differed and I think we were able to put ourselves in a good position um, to win the game. Even if, if Brandon put in a great ball, but even if he hadn't uh, on that exact play, I, you know, I'm confident the guys out there would have, would have found a way to win that game. And so I think, um, you know, limiting mistakes like we did early in Chicago was huge as well, but uh, we just played a little bit more, more complete, uh, better as a team in this one. And, uh, it's just another one that we have to build off of. Now, looking ahead, what can you guys take from these first two games, both the positives and the negatives, 
moving forward, especially against a very fast, very physical Atlanta United side? Yeah, I mean, you're, we're going to have to learn from every game we play. So after after seeing the game, uh, working on things in training, you know, there's things to take away from, from every game. And now with this one with Atlanta, uh, you know, I'm sure – Everyone watched the game last night against Philly. You know, they, they're a great team. Um, and we'll just have to find our ways to uh, to take them down this weekend. And with uh, Governor Baker's news announcing that, you know, stadiums are going to be able to open at 25% capacity, I think those supporters are going to be able to cheer even louder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great news. Uh, you know, I'm not sure it'll it'll happen till the next home game, but this is something that we're all looking forward to. And, you know, the excitement of, of more fans in the building will just be will be tremendous support for us uh, in each game at home. Scott, as always, it's it's just a pleasure talking to you, and I really appreciate your time and 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 good luck the rest of the way. Yeah, thanks for having me, Carter. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Guys, this has been another special edition episode of Off the Post Boston Sports. Thanks again to Scott Caldwell from the New England Revolution for joining us. We will see you guys next time.